Nick. Yeah. What do you call the world's most famous oil painting? Foil painting? Oil painting. Oil painting. The world's the world's most famous oil painting. <laughs> what? The Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Cue theme music. <laughs> <laughs> that. that was i mean it wasn't great <laughs> <laughs> did you come but up with that it, on your own no <laughs> no i didn't no i mean it's relevant at least i was gonna say you maybe should pick up a career in uh stand-up comedy zach with that one well, that's not much of a stand-up joke <laughs> that's uh that's on dot <laughs> com Whoa, no free Shout promotion. Out. No free promotion. Uh, uh, I'll bleep that out. You're going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> yep. Uh, but dot com, if you'd like us to promote your website, let us know. Uh, but with that one, it's going to cost you. Yeah, it will cost you. <laughs> ah, big money. Worth at least five figures, we're talking. Anyways. Anyways, let's get into it. Welcome back to Poison for Profit. We're going to let Zach jump right into his article today. Thank you, Nick. My article is the U.S. putting up an Italy-sized chunk of the Gulf of Mexico up for auction for oil drilling. Uh, and we just released a, web, uh, a microsode about the Willow Project. You remember that, Nick? I do. I do. <laughs> Uh, so here's another one for you. I thought uh, we were going for net zero, though, Zach. Um, yeah, that story seems to have changed. <laughs> Are we going for net zero renewable? Uh? Net zero <laughs> chance of saving the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, this is quite a sizable chunk of the Gulf of Mexico. Like I said, Italy-sized. Uh, if you drew a line from the southern tip of Texas to the southern tip of Florida, that entire area of the Gulf there, it's over half, probably almost 60% is what's going up for sale for drilling Holy rights. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, like an insane amount, right? I wouldn't expect it to, to totally, you know, be sold out because it seems kind of similar to the cook inlets but i think actually you know it's probably a little more cost effective for oil companies to drill there seeing as yeah i think it's that, a little closer to the operations right? right closer to operations and i was gonna I think it's probably a little bit easier to do yeah just yeah, being I mean, not in a frozen tundra yeah i suspect there's a lot more a lot more of those deep water horizon style <laughs> drilling rigs than there are uh, up in the tundra. Yeah. Um, but just for a little comparison here, Willow Project we talked about is looking to produce 600 million barrels of oil over its lifetime. The amount of, of space that they're looking to lease in the Gulf would produce over a billion barrels over 50 years. Whoa. Yeah, so like 40% more, 100, 
More than that? I don't know. I mean, that's a that is ton, a ton right? yeah. And, you know, this, of course, is Joe Biden's doing. He's approved this. Even though uh, in this article, it kind of talks about his, his stances. It's just really sad because he said on Friday that he would have he wanted to block the Willow project to begin with, but his, his own lawyers, the, the white house lawyers, whatever they are told him basically that if Conoco Phillips were to go forward with a lawsuit, then they would likely win. So he basically just approved it immediately to avoid that, which is just like very cowardly. Right. Not opinion, even try. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like, you can't like do that. The Willow project approve that without putting up any kind of fight and then go around and do this less than it's like two, two weeks later, he turns around and now this giant chunk of the Gulf is going up for auction and then expect to, I mean, it's not just him, right? Like even if he doesn't run for reelection, like this is not good for your party and you know i'm not inclined to really uh speak fondly of of democrats anyways just like i'm not inclined to speak fondly of republicans (laughs) but it's like you really kind of seem to be you know screwing over a lot of people who might be coming after you or like i mean you know succeeding you it's just it's it's not surprising for this to happen but it is more disheartening i think that it's happening so quickly after the willow project it's almost like he doesn't care at all or or, you know the federal government doesn't care at all at this point right yeah and like you said this is just another notch in that uh belt that uh joe biden is what wearing now um I'm also just kind of reading here. This is kind of, it seems like it was tied into that Inflation Reduction Act. Do you remember when we talked about that? Yes. Uh, Yeah. I do. So that was led up with Joe Manchin, our favorite Democrat. (laughs) Mr. Manchin. Yeah. So this is part of his doing to get that put into our Inflation Reduction Act that was meant to be an environmentally forward bill and now it has these two uh, you know pretty sizable areas going up for auction hopefully this one like you said zach follows the same path the cook inlet did uh, and doesn't all get taken up for oil drilling but yeah yeah i mean if if it goes the way that like that it could the worst case scenario then everything all the you know the the infrastructure for for wind and solar projects are just going to be pretty much wiped out right right it's going to be you know we're going to be on the same pace towards a climate disaster that that we have been for a long time Uh, a lot of reasons that they're they're claiming are this kind of ramp up for oil production one of them is uh, russia's invasion of ukraine which you know I'd find to be a pretty lame reason. <laughs> they think they need to, they need to, uh, to make all these oil and gas export infrastructure projects to supply European allies with with fuel. 
I mean, it's just like, it's a cop out, right? It's like, I feel like it's their typical excuse. They're like, war, let's do all this right. stuff. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, at this point, they just love having this Ukraine war going on right? because they're, they're having all this opportunity to gain control of the oil market. Like right here, they're going to make a lot of money off of this. I'm sure it's just, oh, it's disgusting. A little bit more. The, the, uh, intergovernmental panel on climate change recently came out with a report. I don't know if you've seen that, Nick, basically warned that 3 billion people around the world are already suffering uh, severe climate impacts. And, you know, like 1.5 degrees Celsius has kind of been the the goal to stay under um, by 20, 2050, I think, right? We're beyond that. There's no way we're, we're limited to that. And I think a while ago I saw something that was like, we're on pace at this current rate to be like three or four degrees Celsius of warming, which is just like an absolute disaster for a ton of people around the world. And mostly in, you know, countries who really aren't driving fossil fuel emissions or uh, greenhouse gas emissions, I should say. And it's just like, we are just marching forward, right? And and, and building all this new shit that's going to make it even worse. Yeah. And I do think we see it a lot more in those third world countries because they don't have the ability, the funding resources to stop it from happening. Because in my head, I think about like New Orleans. It is a city underwater. The only reason it's still there is because we spend billions of dollars to stop it from getting sunk (laughs) into the Gulf of Mexico. So just absolutely insane um, that... I'll have to read through that report. That sounds really interesting. But yeah, 3 billion people, that is an insane number. That is, what, almost half of the world? Is there 8 billion? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's Well, there's like, what, 300 million? In just the U.S. Just the U.S., so that's 100 times more than the U.S., yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. We keep getting, I feel like we're going to get to a point where it is, oh, if we only would have seen this coming. And it's like, we have been getting these reports for years. It's not even the reports. It's like, we are seeing the effects. Seeing the effect, yeah, that's true too. Like where I, where I live, it's in about a three week span. It's gone from like 50 degrees up to 80 degrees back down to like 65 degrees. It's just insane. Like, right. There's, there's all these severe weather events that that's destroying, uh, communities just destroying, um, like crops, a lot of, a lot of severe rain and, and storms destroy crops i mean we, we see it uh, back where we're from nick mm-hmm. um fields flooding and you can no longer really use them because they flood every single year now yeah it's just we're seeing more and more extreme weather uh like zach was saying that that's really like everyone 
I feel like the dumb person take about global warming is like, oh, I wouldn't be mad if it was 90 degrees all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine by me. It's cold. Go to the beach. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't realize if it swings all the way up to 90 and then it's going to swing back. It doesn't just get up to 90 and stick there. Like everyone sees these reports of, oh, the temperature has increased 1.5 degrees Celsius, which doesn't sound like a lot. But then you're also that swinging back the other direction, causing the extreme uh, shift in temperature. Like that's what's causing. I mean, we've seen it, like you said, Zach, in our in the Midwest where we're from, more and more tornadoes are going through there and they're even more devastating, uh, which is in part due to these temperature shifts. Yeah. And, you know, just selfishly here i'm getting my ass kicked right now by allergies (laughs) climate change is is lengthening the allergy season i hate this shit man (laughs) i I feel terrible side note i don't know what i did but between high school and college i beat my allergies what don't know how i used to be a claritin every day kind of guy and something changed i've been doing homeopathic meds i don't know if they really you've been doing mdma (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that's homeopathic but i don't know Uh, it might be in some cultures (laughs) it may be yeah take a brief intermission while Zach and I chit chat about just random stuff life life the intricacies of the human spirit <laughs> um but I was telling Zach just a second ago not having a drink today for good reason not that I'm an alcoholic Zach more so that I am going to be on a prescribed burn tomorrow. So I have to be in tip-top shape. Yep. We're burning up 11 acres at work tomorrow. You don't want to pass out during the prescribed burn? Yeah, that probably wouldn't be a good look. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As I'm in charge of it. um, Oh, yeah. uh, You know. (laughs) I'm just like vomiting, running lines. Yeah, I uh, I used to do some amateur prescribed burns <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know if I've heard this before. Yeah, no, but like uh, I wasn't very good at it. I I think I inhaled a lot of smoke, to be honest. <laughs> uh. Yeah, then hoping that doesn't happen to me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, do you guys use like half mask respirators or what do you? I don't think no. I'll have that. Yeah, we're just hoping. So it's all like we had to. I had to wait until two today to decide if it was a good enough day tomorrow. So we're mm-hmm. hoping the wind will just disperse it enough out of our faces. Yep. What kind of burn is it? Are you doing prairie? Uh, it's burn? a plain, uh, pasture. It's an old cow pasture. pasture that's kind of yeah, just a plain at this point. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. 
Thanks for thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's stolen valor for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am sipping on while Nick is not sipping. I'm sipping on my usual kettle and water. Whoa. It's kind of become one of my favorites, I will say. Check out Zach on the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I did get a contract <laughs> with Bravo. <laughs> also, Zach, going into, I feel like now's the perfect time to bring this up, March Madness, final final weekend. Oh, my God. This is, it's it's been a whirlwind. It's been a roller coaster. Yep. yep. Um, should I explain the scenario that yep. we're in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Nick, your champion, Purdue, yep, yep. lost first round. Very quickly, yep. Another Final Four team, Virginia, lost first round. Yep, yep. I, I've, I was having a pretty bad time. Yes. Meanwhile, I had two teams playing in the Elite Eight in my Final Four. They both lost. So now, Nick... With his horrendous start. Yep, I was in last for almost the entire thing. You were you were like uh, laughably behind everybody else for a long time. <laughs> Hundreds of points, maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, if if Nick gets one more win from uh, the Yukon Huskies, mm-hmm. he will win our pool. Well, I will get second place. Uh, <laughs> And if that happens, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I am just not a college basketball person. I Yeah, I assume you just kind of recognized some names. Yeah, I went with recognition uh, and I went with <laughs> uh, hometown. So I'd go with like Marquette or uh-huh, Illinois, yeah. uh, you know, do the Midwest proud. Yeah, yeah, didn't work out too well. Uh-uh. Midwest did not do well. Nope. And then, of course, now me being on the East Coast, I had to have UConn going all the way. Minus True, winning yeah. the championship. Yeah, yeah, losing to Purdue. Purdue dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, any listeners, if you want me to win... Like you all should, uh, root for Miami. If you want Nick to win, like you should not. I guess UConn is the is who you want. No, no, they want me to win. You okay. know the listeners are on my side here, Zach. It it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter because UConn's gonna win. My life is dog shit. <laughs> this is. My life is over. I was trying to quit our bracket at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were trying to get your money back. I saw that. Yep, yep. If there was a way that Miami and UConn could somehow win, maybe a tie, then we both win. Uh, I don't think Never happened before I, tie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't do that in basketball? No, no. I don't think they do that in any sport when it gets to these stakes. But. <laughs> that we're going to jump back into the episode we're going to be talking about yet another 
Ohio River disaster. Uh, so Ohio River might sound familiar to all of you uh, because that is the river that that hooks up right next to East Palestine. So where that terrible train derailment was, where tons of chemicals were dumped and subsequently burned. Uh, but before that, a lot of these chemicals got into the Ohio River. So the Ohio River is at it again, getting yet more chemicals lost into its river. Uh, a barge carrying 1,400 tons of methanol crashed into a dam on the Ohio River, along with uh, eleven other or 10 other barges, but one of them had this methanol inside pretty crazy situation uh i don't know zach if you've looked at any of the pictures the barges are just completely like trapped into the dam Uh, that's crazy how did that so did the current do that yeah they came loose so a lot of barges just get like pushed around in the river they don't actually have any means of getting themselves around um so 11 of them came loose that they were all being towed and they came loose and they got pinned up against the lower McAlpine uh, dam. So yeah, pretty crazy. They're saying at this moment, I haven't found any update. This happened on Tuesday, the 28th. They they've cleaned up, I believe eight of the 11 so far. And then the other three that are really stuck on the dam are as far as I can tell, still in place. Uh, they're saying no methanol has been leaked so far. Uh, however, they're been notified that the, that that specific barge is taking on water and sinking. Hmm. So, if that happens, I feel like that is a pretty serious situation. Wouldn't you think, Zach? I mean. I would think so. I think uh, there'd be a lot of risk, yeah, in yeah. covering that. Methanol, I mean, we all know, pretty serious substance. No one really wants methanol in your river. However, in uh, so this is right near Louisville, Kentucky, they're saying that methanol is not really a issue if it does breach into the river. Uh, which to me sounded absolutely insane. <laughs> Why would that be? Uh, they're saying because the Ohio River is such a big river and it flows so quick that even if it does, it's just going to push it downstream and it'll disperse it. Hmm. I, I just don't. That doesn't it. sound right. <laughs> I know. This is coming. I'm trying to find where it's coming from. I read that. Sounds like it ba- might be bad for uh, aquatic life in the river. Yes, exactly. If nothing else. Oh, gosh, let me find this. Yeah, so that was one of the things that they conceded. Oh, yeah, that would it would be bad for the aquatic life. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no shit. You're going to probably kill all the fish if that <laughs> yeah. bursts. Um, Hopefully they can get it, I guess, before it sinks. Yeah, and I, like I said, I tried to find a better update because the article I was looking at is about a day old. But So if I find anything else, I'll definitely keep you guys up to date. 
just think the the Ohio River takes quite the beating, huh? Yeah, it really does. Um, it's, it's like uh, all the worst shit in, in the country just goes straight into the Ohio River. Yeah, whatever you do, if you live in Ohio or near the Ohio River, make sure your water does not come uh, from <laughs> the Ohio River. Yeah. Go ahead and light a match in your, under your tap to make sure. Right. And that's that. that's what I was going to say. I feel like at this rate, we're just like asking to have flaming rivers again. Uh, it's it's pretty wild like how how much is going wrong lately. And we did talk about it a little bit in the last episode mm-hmm. when the, the acrylic paint got dumped into... Uh, the Delaware River, which then yep. they said was like harmless or whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. not for me to say, I guess. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, hey, how about some new standards for for like industry located near the river or or river transit, right? Uh huh. Yeah, and that's like the whole thing. It's like I just feel like we are going so backwards with so much of this stuff. Um, there's another train derailment, I believe, up in, or is it Minnesota? Uh, which I didn't bring or pick as an article tonight, but it's just like I feel like now that East Palestine was like the tipping point, now it just seems like all these trails are derailing all over the country. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's out of hand, I will say, <laughs> to say the least. The Kentucky Emergency and Environment Cabinet said that the methanol, it's unclear whether the methanol is leaking, but if it does, it should dilute quickly. However, they would expect some fish to die. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I would, I mean, if, okay, if they're saying they expect some fish to die, it's going to be like a biblical number of fish, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's definitely not just a couple fish dying. Yeah, just, it's, uh, it's going to be um, shocking to see those fish floating, I think. Yeah, well, I yeah, all I can say is I hope that they can somehow recover it before it ends up bursting uh, or leaking in any way. Because Releasing, I'd have to yeah. disagree that just diluting it and hoping it goes away is probably not the best course of action in this situation uh, and killing hundreds of thousands of fish probably is also still not <laughs> the best yeah. thing. I wonder if, if uh, Pete Buttigieg is in, is in charge of them too. <laughs> Could be. The river transportation. I wouldn't see why not. Yeah. That dude's kind of fucking up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he didn't win our presidency. Yeah. Then Joe Biden would be the <laughs> transportation secretary. Holy cow! Can you imagine? Oh, it would it would be a thousand times worse. We'd have he'd be the one driving him <laughs> off the damn rail. He'd be out there with like putting the pennies <laughs> on the railroad tracks. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be he'd be derailing freaking passenger trains. Uh, driving the boats purposely over the dams. <laughs> All 
All right, with that, that's going to be our episode of Poison for Profit for tonight. Uh, another great episode, I'd have to say myself. Uh, as always, maybe the best ever. <laughs> maybe the best ever. Yeah, I I personally liked Zach's uh, little joke at the beginning. Let us know how you it's, guys it's, did. Enjoyed it. Uh, be brutally honest. <laughs> Uh, but as always, I didn't write it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're good. I keep yeah, interrupting, sure, but sure. I didn't write it. People need to know that. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, I was just gonna say, everyone, check out us. Uh, check us out on our social media. Check out the trailer Zach released on our YouTube. It's very good. Um, I need to share it still. I will share that. It'll be on our Twitter pin tweet. And look forward to next week. We might have something interesting. I won't say it in case it doesn't happen. Uh, But as always, thank you all for listening. Talk to you later. You're talking about the Willow Project? Yeah, the Willow Project. Look, the president kept his word when he, uh, where he can, where, where he can, by law. Again, the president is uh, delivering the most uh, aggressive climate agenda in the U.S. history, and that is going to be uh, his continued uh, uh, his continued commitment to the American people. 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 Commitment to the American people.